Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, April the 8th, 2022. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. It's always indeed an honor an honor a privilege and a blessing it is a blessing to pray with you and for you between the hour of 7 a.m and 8 a.m i do want to say thank you for listening to me thank you for finding time to listen to me whether you have been rocking with me from day one whether you have um been a listener that's been in and out and kind of like hmm, i wonder if she's still you know, recording, or whether you're just now joining today or years to come. It is a blessing, and I say thank you. I say thank you because there is no, um, other than, I guess I, I want to say this, I don't do this for, I mean, for money. I don't ask people to donate or, you know, to me or, or do any of that. I do say that if you if you want to, because some people have reached out and asked if they could you know, do a, a, a love offering or, um, you know, sow a seed, sow a seed to someone or an organization that is in need. Um, look for those. And sometimes you don't have to look for it. Sometimes you can look within your own family and be a blessing to someone. Um, but, uh, you know, sow a seed into in your, your church if you attend church. Uh, if not, a charity of some sort. Like I said, I donate uh, monthly to uh, St. Jude, um, you know, and my church. And um, and I give as the Lord leads me to give. But, but be a giver. And I promise you, God will show up in ways that you would not have even imagined. If you take care of the Father's business, the Father will take care of you. And so I thank you for just rocking with me and praying with me and praying for me. I need prayer, y'all. I, I have not arrived. I will never pretend that I've arrived. I am a work in progress. But I'm so thankful to God that I'm not the same person that I used to be. I'm so thankful to God that the, that the person that I am out here in the world is the same person that my children get to see. I'm so thankful that that I, I keep it real um, on my job. I talk about God, you know, on Twitter. I tweet scriptures out. Like, I, I want to be the same. I don't want to be a person that when you see me, you know, I'm this way, and then you see me, I'm another way. The things that I do, I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you how I do them. There, there's no secrets here. Um, and so, anyway, I say all that to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. And I do pray for you. I pray for, you know, those under the sound of my voice, those of you who um, have my cell number or whatever, if you've ever reached out, I have earnestly prayed for you. And some, many of you still keep in touch. And I thank God for that. Uh, in fact, it's someone I haven't heard from, and I need a couple of people that I need to just check on and see how they're doing. Amen. But on today, Friday, you know, we do things a little bit differently, and we talk about the Word of God. So yesterday, we talked about Revelations 12 and 1, and we talked about being overcomers. And I just want to stay right there because there's power in, in the Word. There's power in 
in us knowing that we are overcomers, but knowing how we overcome, how we overcame, how we are overcoming. The Bible says by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. It is twofold, not one or the other. And I meditated and I thought about that. And here's why. If we just talk about God, right? If, if you talk about God everywhere you go, everywhere you go, but no one ever hears what God does for you, right? Then it's hard for them to believe. It's hard for them to trust because it's like, and I've heard people say this, it's like a fictional character, right? People who do not believe in God will often equate him to a fictional character because there is no connection there, right? So we talk about God, we talk about how great he is, we talk about how wonderful he is, and we say we're Christians, right? But to the non-believer or to the one who doubts or to the one who has been disappointed, right? What does that mean to talk about the blood of the lamb? What does that mean to talk about the one who died on the cross and rose again on the third day? What does that mean? So the scripture says we overcome, right? And even sometimes we have to ask ourselves, what does it really mean? And then you got to sit in that. And when, I, and when I say sit in it, I mean meditate on it, reflect, get somewhere, get quiet, and ask yourself, what does that mean? We overcome by the blood of the lamb and truly understand the sacrifice. Because when you think about the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us. Because the Bible says that he so loved, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you've got little people in your life that you love dearly, that have grown up or just little people even now. And you say, here, take my child for the sins of everybody else. Woo! Just think about that. If you say, here, take my child for the sin of everybody else and your child is innocent. Your child is perfect. But you say, take my child to cover the sin. And you see how people out here living now. You see what people out here doing. You're going to say, uh-uh, not my kid. My kid didn't do that. My kid is not responsible for that. I'm going to say, you going to say, but I would. I would. I would do everything I could to prevent my girls having to endure, endure any type of heartache and pain. But God so loved the world. That he gave, he freely gave his only begotten son. And then when you read, if you've ever watched Passion of the Christ, it's just really in my mind a glimpse of what they really did to him. And even talking about it, I, you know, it does something to me because I realize that we don't sin enough. We don't meditate on it enough. We really don't think about it enough because if we did, oh, I believe it would change the way that we go about life. It would change the way we treat one another. 
Oh, help me, God. Woo! Mm -mm. Just sitting in it and reflecting on the sacrifice and why. Mm. Forgive me, y'all. I've just been emotional, but just forgive me. But, you know, I don't make any, apologi any apologies for it because I know if it had not been for that. God, we would have bust hell wide open a long time ago. And again, I don't mean to say y'all because I don't know how you live your life. I'm going to say me. If it had not been for the sacrifice, I would have bust hell wide open a long time ago. But I say all that to say that that's the first. That's the that we overcome by the blood of the lamb. By the realization of the sacrifice. Woo! By the realization of the cost huh, that was made, that's how we overcome. By the realization of the blood of the Lamb. All right? Then the, the B clause of that says, the B clause of that says, and the word of their testimony, our testimony. So what is our testimony, right? The fact that you're still here is a testimony. The fact that God provided in ways in your life that you didn't think he would do or that you didn't know he would do or you don't quite know and maybe you weren't even a believer or a Christian at the time but you don't know how that situation worked out. But you knew enough to call on your mother or your father or the people at the church. Are you enough? You knew enough to say, God, help me. And I say that to say that sometimes even non-believers, sometimes people who act like they don't need God, when they are in situations, they will cry out to God. When they are hurting, they will cry out to God. When they are in grief, they will cry out to God, right? Even though they like, ah, you know, who is this God? I don't need. But let if, if they've ever heard about him or, or are curious about, you know, the afterlife, you will find that people who are at their most vulnerable and desperate moments will cry out to God. And God will show up and get them out of a situation. But then they don't they don't give God credit. They don't they don't acknowledge that it was God. So we overcome by the blood of the lamb sitting in, right? Sitting in, meditating on the sacrifice and by the word of our testimony. So the next part of that also is, um, the word of our testimony, mm. So when we share with someone how we've been healed, how God provided, how God restored our marriage, our mental state, our emotional, whatever, right? We've got to make that connection to God, to Jesus, to the blood. You know, to, to say in, oh yeah, I got a promotion, but to not say, hey, I have been praying about that promotion and I've been in God showed up. So now when I talk about God, now the other, the other folks who don't believe or don't have that same level of belief are able to say, oh, God did that. That's the type of stuff God does. Absolutely. 
by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of our testimony. So, before I let you go to meditate on that for this week, I want to charge you with making that connection for someone of the blood and your testimony and sharing that. Because that's how you overcome by reminding yourself that when things happen, by reminding other people that when things happen, this is how God shows himself strong in your life. This is how God shows himself as the ruler of the universe. This is how God shows himself as the lover of your soul. This is how God shows himself as king of kings and lord of lords. This is how God shows himself as your defender. This is how God shows himself as your comforter. This is how God shows himself as the one that wipes away your tears. You've got to share not only what happened, but how God showed himself in the midst of. That's how you overcome and that's how you encourage others to overcome. That is your charge. That is your meditation for this weekend. That is your encouragement for this weekend. And I want to share with you a quick testimony. And I'm trying to keep it again to other 15, uh, for under 15 minutes. So prior to me going out of town. Um, I had just got my roof fixed um, last year. It hasn't even been a year, maybe six, seven months maximum. Anyway, this little hat that goes on your house, not quite sure what it's called. Anyway, it blew off. Now, mind you, last year when they came to, to put on my new roof and my new gutters, of course, I'm going to keep it 100%. My um, insurance company paid their portion, but my insurance company didn't give me enough for new gutters, didn't give me enough for the upgrade. So I came out of pocket for some a couple thousand dollars in order to make the project complete, right? Because as you know, as a single woman, I'm going to make sure my house is in order, right? So came out of a couple of thousand dollars that I had saved um, in order to make the project complete. In order to know that every you know every so many years when you have to replace your roof, I also replace my gutters to keep everything on track. But this little hat thing. That was an additional $1,000 at the time. And I was just like, like mm, if y'all can kind of fix it, I'm cool. It didn't seem to be a really, really big deal. Or at least they didn't seem like it was. But they put the little hat on top. Perfect. Well, when I, when I, um, before I left, the hat flew off. So again, Indiana, Midwest, you know, winds, high storm, wind, storms, tornadoes, the whole gamut. The little hat fell off. Or not the hat. It's a big hat. Probably about, mm about eight inches and probably about eight inches long four inches wide so i go out in the backyard and i think i thank god that it fell in the backyard because i saw it grabbed it put it in the house called the people I'm like hey you guys came to do this can you come in and put it up well technically the guy first guy i talked to technically you didn't fix it now you know your quote last time was like 9.95 like i said roughly a thousand this time it's like 1100 so basically you're gonna have to pay for it but i'm like but you guys put it on for me last time you know kind of as a you know as a favor can you come no we can't you can't blah 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 so anyway make a long story short i said forget about it i was like okay why he said, well, I'll have so-and-so call you. I said, okay, fine. Well, so-and-so called me, left me a message, and I was just like, you know what? 
I'm not even going to worry about it. Y'all, I didn't even call the man back. I was just over it. But I did tell the guy this. I said, you know what? I'm a little disappointed. I spent a lot of money with um, the company last year. I said, so if I have to get it replaced, I will get it replaced. I just won't go with your company. And you know what? And I said that. And guess what? That's my right to say that. Because guess what? We, we Even as Christians, we spend our money with whom we choose to spend our money with. Just because I have my roof put on with y'all doesn't mean I need to get this little hat thing put back on with y'all. So, the guy called back after talking to that guy. The guy called me back, left me a message. Hey, Danita, you know, can you give us a call? Blah, 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 blah. I just said to myself, forget it. I'm not calling them back. You know, they kind of made up their mind. It's done with. So, I was over it. Came back home from out of town. There's the hat thing. I'm looking at it. But again, I got so much going on, you know, in my own personal life. I'm like, I ain't, I don't even have time to deal with that right now. So I'm like, you know, that little tree thing, it'll get on there when I got some time to deal with it. Because one of the things we also have to do is we have to protect our peace. And I just wasn't going to go there. And I wasn't going to go back and forth with the company. I understand I got to do what I got to do, but I got to do what I have to do on my time and in my space. So, all of a sudden, this week, I get a phone call that says, Hey, Danita, uh, we know, I know you called about, you know, the little tree thing. It's an official name for it, y'all. I just can't think, think of it. And he says to me, and I say to him, because I'm at work, and it's a strange number, but I still answer it. And I said, you know what, yeah, I did. I called about the little tree thing. I said, but the guy said, you know, I was going to have to pay for it. And so, he stopped me right there. He said, no. The manager or whoever so-and-so said, we're going to replace it for free. I said, huh? I said, so you're not just going to come out and put the little temporary, you know, kind of the fix, kind of what you did? He said, no, we're going to totally replace it for free. And I said, thank you, God. Thank you, God. The blood of the lamb <laughs> and the word of our testimony. Because God is a provider. So $1,100 that originally, a week and a half, I was told I was going to have to pay for, is now free. Do y'all hear me? It is now free. The only thing it's going to cost me is possibly a half a day of work for them to be home to put it in. And maybe it's having my daughter clean out her closet or whatever so she can get up in the attic. Do you all hear me? It's now free. The blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And the fact that I don't love this life more than I love God. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Be blessed. Bye-bye.